Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. I know this has thrown everybody off a little bit um, with the time difference, the time change. And as I put in my post, it's only due because I am traveling today. But I do thank you, each of you who joined in on the call, who may be listening via internet, radio, or dialed in, I say thank you so much for joining me. As I said on last week, we're going to be finishing up the eight prayer watches. I touched a little bit on the eighth one, which is from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., which is the eighth of all eight of them. Now, this particular prayer watch is very significant because it's at 3 p.m. is when Jesus died on the cross. At least that's what records are saying, um, that he died on the cross around about that time. And the 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. prayer watch is a time of rejoicing. It is a time of celebration because Jesus went to the cross on our behalf. He laid down his life for us. He gave up it all for our sake, and he took on sin. He took on the human nature for this very moment in time, for him to be crucified on the cross for us. And 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., a lot of people are actually maybe getting off from work and winding down their day and headed home and you know, maybe reflecting on the day also at this time, how hard a time they might have had at work or what they're going to prepare for dinner. But this particular time is a time of celebration to give God glory, to praise him for Jesus and what Jesus did. This is a time of dying to yourself and rejoicing in the power of Jesus Christ. You know, he when I like I said before, he took on our sins, the sins of man, so that we can be reconciled with God through the blood. Now he shed his blood for us, for our sins, that we might be reconciled to him. And as we go through our life and different challenges that we may face in life, we have to be mindful that we we are victorious in Jesus. You know, Jesus did it all. You know, we say Jesus paid it all. And, you know, all these little things that people, different people say, yes, all of that is very true. Jesus paid it all. And when we can accept what he did for us on the cross and not just what we may hear in church on Sunday or hear in a song, but I believe that we must make this a personal Thing. We must make it very personal to say, he died for me. He took on my sins that I might have life and have it more abundantly. He died for me. <laughs> Excuse me. And when we can make it personal, when we bring it, yes, we know Jesus died for all, but when we can stop for a moment and realize the life that we may have lived before Christ, before salvation, 
the things that we were doing, the lives we were leading, and the words that were coming out of our mouth, the thoughts that we were having, to know that he took on all of that, that we might have a new life, that we might be a new creature in him, that we might have life and have it more abundantly, that we can conquer all, we can do all. The word tells us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Right there it says we can do anything that we set our mind to, any assignment that God gives us, we can do it because it's not in our own strength, our own wisdom, or our own understanding, but it is in Christ Jesus that we are able to do this. Christ gave us power to live life, a life of victory and authority and to accomplish God's will in the earth. So many times we're so busy trying to accomplish our will, our desires, our hopes and dreams that we have, but we, and we forget that we're here to accomplish God's will. What is God's will? That men might know him, that men might turn to him, that men might turn from their wicked ways, that man might glorify the almighty God, our Father, to love, honor, and obey, and cherish, and worship the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, and acknowledge and accept what he did on the cross for us. That's what it's all about. And we are to go out. When we've gotten there or we're walking that path, We ought to go out and make more disciples. And the angels in heaven rejoice. It's just an awesome time of rejoicing when you can go out and you can witness to someone and lead them to salvation, to help them to understand Jesus and who he is and what he did and what he's still doing every day on our behalf. He's making intercession to the Father on our behalf. He stands between us and God, and when God sees us, he sees us through the blood of Jesus. Jesus is our advocate. We have no worries, or we we shouldn't have any worries about any tricks of the enemy. We know that they're going to come. We know that he's going to try to set traps and He's going to try to deter us from the path that we may be on. Why we don't know that, I'm not really sure, because Satan did the same thing to Jesus. And if we're living like him and we're walking like him and we're on an assignment for him, we need to be aware that the same way the enemy tried to take Jesus out, the same traps that he tried to set for him, the same lies that he tried to tell him, He's going to tell us because he doesn't want us to complete the assignment that God has us on. So when we're able to go through and accomplish what thus saith the Lord and what Jesus has done for us and in our lives, that is a great time to rejoice, to reflect on where we were and where we are now, where we could have been compared to where we are now, the path that we were on many years ago to the path that we're on today. 
you know, we we took a detour from the sin, and we looked to the cross. We turned away from our sin. We repented of our sins. That's a lot to rejoice about. That right there is so much to just rejoice about. And I think if we were to actually take the time every day, whether it's 3 to 6 p.m., whether it's 5 to 9 or 8 to 10, if we just take the time every day to reflect and rejoice in Jesus, that we were able to repent of our sins, that we were, we knew we were dying in a world of sin. We were knowing, so many of us knew exactly what we were doing. We, we thought we were big and bad enough to do, we were doing it. But Jesus, he saw some worth in us. He saw what the Father saw in us when he placed us in our mother's womb. He knows that the plans that he has for us, and he came that we might be able to accomplish it. Yes, there are going to be tests and trials. Yes, there may be sickness and disease. Yes, there may be chaos in the world. But if we pray and believe when we pray, you know, no matter what happens, God's will will be done. And his will is that we might have life and have it more abundantly, that we might be able to go through life and rejoice and help someone else and tell someone else about him and his love and be a living witness for him. Our lives should reflect the Jesus that lives on the inside of us. Our lives should reflect that we are children of the Most High God. Yes, we are going to go through things, and sometimes it's a punch in the gut. It's a slap in the face, and you have to shake it off. And no one can determine or tell you how long that should take because everybody is different. But even in that, rejoice in Jesus. Every wound has to have time to heal. Every broken bone has to be reset and healed. So we don't know how long it may take. It may take someone three weeks. It may take someone else three months. It is not for us to judge. But when we see them going through, that is our time to intercede and pray for them because they're dealing with maybe not just that issue but a number of issues. And it's all falling on them at the same time. And it's not to say that they've backslidden. It's not to say that they've given up. It's not to say that they've turned away. They're just going through. Let's rejoice in Jesus on their behalf. We know they're saved. We know they've given their life to God. We know that they are who he called them to be. And right now they're just going through a storm. And we have to be mindful that everybody weathers a storm differently, no matter what the storm. It may not look like anything to you. It may not look like anything to me. And we could even say, well, look like to me they ought to just get over it. They ought to just move past it. They ought to just let it go and let God 
and I get that, and I understand it. But everybody's makeup is different. Everybody goes through life and transitions differently. Just because I'm able to get over something quickly does not mean my brother or my sister can do the same thing, and it does not mean that they don't know the word. It's just their DNA. It's their anatomy. But we, as those who are lovers of Christ, those that are seeking after truth, those that are seeking God, those that are laying before him, let's rejoice on behalf of our sisters and our brothers because we know they have the victory. We have the victory. Let's rejoice in Jesus for them. Let's rejoice on their behalf because what we make happen for someone else, it will definitely happen for us. So when we look at that Jesus died for us during this particular hour, during this particular time, and he said, it is finished. What he was sent to do had been accomplished. No man took his life. No man killed him. He laid down his life. He gave up the ghost. And even in his last and final hours, even while he was on the cross, maybe near his last breath, he had so much heart and love for us that even in his dying moment, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They had put him on the cross. They were crucifying him. They had beaten him. They had mistreated him and lied. They did everything under the sun to him. And even in that, he didn't say, Father, send down fire from heaven. No. He said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. They don't know what they're doing. They don't understand. They don't comprehend. But, Father, I'm asking you to forgive them so when We go to God. He sees us through Jesus' eyes. He sees us through Jesus' blood. He sees us through the sacrifice that Jesus made. When Jesus said, forgive them, God forgives us of those sins because of what Jesus did. It doesn't matter who we are or where we are. We were forgiven. We repent now, and we thank God that he allows us this opportunity to rejoice in Jesus. As I said, tests and trials are going to come, but if we can just remember the intent of the Most High God, if we can just remember what he accomplished on the cross, if we can just rejoice in that, no, everything may not be perfect. There may be bills on the counter. There may be children having issues. There may be marital problems. There may be a sick parent. There may be so many different issues that could be going on in our lives. And I'm not minimizing them or downplaying them at all. I I can never do that. But what I can do is maximize my Jesus to you. What I can advise you is for you to maximize Jesus in your life. Maximize him. 
we eyes have not seen nor ears have heard. We don't have the slightest inkling of the full capacity of who Jesus is, the full capacity of who God is. But even in our mind, if we can just maximize him, in our mind, in our heart, in our lives, I can I can only believe that he will show even more of himself. He will show even more and do even greater things through us. There's nothing else that God has to do in the earth. There's nothing else for Jesus to do in the earth. They've already done it. And they've been waiting for us to realign ourselves and get in the right position and the right heart and mindset to be able to receive the manifestations of the promises that we have in the books from Genesis to Revelation, the revelatory understanding that he has given us, the promises that we have, it's just time for it to be manifested. And it will manifest when we are in alignment, when we are able to rejoice in spite of, when we can dance in the rain. Yes, it may be storming outside. It may be pouring down rain. But when you can dance in the rain, when you can make lemonade out of lemons, Instead of looking at the bad, look at the good and rejoice. No, you may not be where you want to be or where you desire to be, but you got to say, God, I thank you that I'm not where I used to be. I'm not doing what I used to do. I don't go to the places. I don't say the things. I, that right there is this time of rejoicing. Just rejoice in, in this. You're going to grow. You're going to go further. You're going to do what God has commissioned and ordained for you to do in the earth. You're going to do it. You put your mind to it and believe in him, you're going to do it. You're going to accomplish it. It took me a long time to even believe that for myself. It really did because of storms, because of different things that have gone on in my life. No, I am not Lily White, and I will never tell anybody I am or was. But that's one thing I've got a hold of. I know who Jesus is. And when you know that you know that you know who he is, what he did, that right there is enough to rejoice. And we've said it in church. We've said it a million times. We've heard it. If he never does anything else for us, he's already done enough. And if I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't say thank you enough. Okay, we don't have a thousand tongues. We've got one. How about we maximize our thank you to God? How about we maximize our gratefulness to him? How about we maximize him in our lives, maximize him, because when we maximize him, when we exalt him, when we magnify him, it makes our stuff seem so tiny and minute. 
it makes it seem so insignificant against a great big God. So our eighth prayer watch is a time of rejoicing and reflecting on Jesus and who he is and what he did for us. I encourage you, take some time out to just maximize God, maximize the Christ, maximize him and who he is, maximize him in every area of your life. I thank you so much for joining me, those that were able to get online and those that may listen to the replay. I say God bless you. God bless you again. Thank you so much for being with me today. I honor you and I thank God for you for this time. I will be back with you on next Saturday, prayerfully at our regular 8 a.m. time. Um, As I said, I am traveling, but I thank God for you today. And remember, maximize the God in you, and he will maximize you in him. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Have a great day.